Greetings to you and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today as we spend this time together. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. It's a joy to be with you. Thank you for investing your time and your energy in this. Thank you for your willingness to continue to grow and advance and look to expand yourself and increase your capabilities and your experience and your health. Thank you for wanting to be a better you to be better in some area. Again, as I've always said, being better doesn't indicate that you're bad. That's not an indication that in any way, shape, or form. Most people who want to be better are already on the journey to begin with, and you're here because you want to continue that journey. And I want to celebrate you in that. I want to celebrate and affirm that this is an important thing. You know, investing in ourselves and growing in ourselves and giving ourselves energy can be difficult. It can come across as selfish, or others might call it self-centered or unnecessary. Just do your thing. Focus on others. Everything will be fine. But you know, when you give yourself energy, when you're pouring energy into yourself, self-love, self-compassion, self-hope, self-regulation, everything that stems out from you is better. You know, if you think about yourself as the pond, as the, as the stone that is thrown into your pond of life, every ripple, every time you better yourself, you're throwing yourself into that pond and those ripples go out and they touch other people. Other people are affected by your betterness just as much as they're affected by your badness or your struggle. We know that. I mean, we know that our relationships are affected when we struggle uh, and they're also affected when we get better. So good for you for wanting your life to increase and grow. Now, when you do that, of course, you may find that, hey, guess what? There are some people that aren't happy with the new you. I know I found that there are some people that aren't happy with the new you. They like the old you because they've gotten accustomed to the old you and they want you to stay the old you. They don't want you to be the new you. Well, guess what? You're the new you because you're starting to see the newness in you as better and you want to be better. You want to find those edges in your life, those shadows that that you want to increase or that you want to grow. So I definitely celebrate you for that. I really do. I, I would clap. I'm, you know, last time I was I was pumping my fist. I'm kind of like golf clapping for you. I don't want to clap, clap because hey, guess what? You know, you're gonna wind up. Um, you're gonna hear in clapping, and you're not gonna hear my voice, and that really kind of takes away from it. So I'm I'm golf clapping for you. Good for you. And if you love this, then I would encourage you to share it out there. You sure be I mean be a blessing to someone else. You know, you found this, you're listening to this, this is uh, this is helping you. And if it is, then help someone else. You know, I, th- I think one of the greatest gifts we can give in life is help others to find enlightenment and find growth and find areas where their life can advance and grow and expand because we want them to be better. When they're better, we're better. You know, I think that's part of the human condition. And we've lost that. I think over the years, we've lost the idea that that I can advance and you can advance. I don't have to take from you to be better. And we, we see we see growth and advancement and hope kind of like, you know, a Hershey's bar or a, or a bag of M&Ms where every time you take from it, there's less. That's not the case. That's not the case. I don't have to take from you to be better any more than you have to take from me to be better. It's all good. So when you're growing, I'm growing, we're growing. And that's really what we want to do. We want to find the path to grow together and and hold each other up and celebrate each other. You know, one of the things that when I go to the gym, uh, though I've, I've got pretty strict standards about who I talk to when I'm at the gym, but if I can, I always help someone, celebrate someone when they're there, celebrate that they're there for a reason and that they're there doing something great because it's really just 
incredible when someone invests in their life. When you invest in your life and you invest in finding those areas, you should be surrounding yourself with people who are willing to celebrate those areas with you. So uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me directly. The website's gracelifecoaching.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to uh, have a conversation. If you want to do some coaching, if, whatever, if you want to just have a conversation, if you got some 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 podcast ideas, hey, let me hit me up. I'd love to know. I'd love to hear it. So I'd love to uh, to hear from you. It'd be a great, be, be a wonderful thing. So last time we started on a two-part episode about keystone habits, and I talked about what a keystone habit is and and for those if if you didn't hear part one i certainly would encourage you to go back and listen but you don't need to leave part two stick around here i'll just give you a brief description a keystone habit are habits that have a disproportionate impact on other areas of life and we you know we're drawing from uh from charles duhigg's uh book the power of habits and that's where we're getting the information from that's really kind of where i'm drawing from and so a keystone habit is that habit that like a keystone in an arch that holds the whole thing together. Well, it's a habit that's not very big, but it really does act. It really does have ripple effects. Okay. They serve as foundations for progress by influencing how we think, act, and feel. So these little habits that have big things. And I talked last time about my habit about getting out of bed at five o'clock every morning. That's a um, that's a keystone habit for me. That does have ripple effects. Uh, but Duhigg lists eight. Last time we talked about the first four, having family dinners, making your bed every day, exercising regularly, and uh, tracking what you eat as as four of the of the keystone habits and he goes on he has he has a list of eight so number five is developing daily routines uh, and daily routines are so important now they can be whatever they can be morning routines like i said like what i have my morning routine is far more ritualized than my evening routine because my evenings can be different sometimes i have evening meetings sometimes you know there's there's a little bit more uh, the, you know dinner gets done a little bit later or gets done early or what have you. I do a little bit of work in the evening, but my morning routine is pretty much set and I do just about the same thing every morning when I get out of bed. That's my, that, that is, and I depend on it because if that routine gets, gets out of whack, if I miss that, then it really does set my day on a different path. So developing daily routines, I, I go to the gym, and I go to the gym pretty often. I mean, that's part of my daily ritual is to go to the gym. And one of the things about daily routines, and here's the thing, here's the thing, I've said this before, about you know small changes over long periods of time. When you set routines, routines then it becomes emotional and, and psychological muscle memory. So you really don't even think about it. You know, when I get up in the morning and I get ready to go to the gym, I really don't even think about it. I'm going, that's just it. Or, you know, when I go to bed at night, I'm not laying there going, what time am I getting out of bed? I push my alarm clock and my alarm clock set for what time I'm getting up. That's it. They're really, I don't invest any energy and in. I invest very little energy, emotional energy. And I don't sit around thinking, what time do I got to get up? What time? No, this is what I'm getting up. Okay. So it frees me. It really is a very freeing thing. Daily routines are very freeing things. One, we set patterns and we do it over and over and over again. And it encourages us to just keep doing it. But the other thing is it frees us up so we don't have to waste a great deal of emotional energy on these things that we can just routinize. So have your daily routines. How many cups of coffee do you drink in a day? 
What time do you get to work in the morning? What time do you get in the shower in the morning? What time do you brush your teeth? All of these daily routines, the more we have a daily routine, the less energy we have to invest in trying to figure out how to do these things. Developing daily routines can be keystone habits because then they allow us to do what we need to do and invest our energy into the high and important stuff. We shouldn't be investing our energy every day in what time we're getting out of bed. That should just be a thing. We should just be getting out of bed. But when we have to invest that energy, then we're losing that energy in other places. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to lose that energy. We want to hold on to it. All right, so investing in a daily, developing daily routines. Meditating. Meditating is a big one. Meditating really is a big one. To meditate, to stop, to dwell with your thoughts, to, to really be in your place. Meditation is all about being in the moment. It's all about being in the now. It's about developing and connecting to our breath and our body and our mind and allowing thoughts to just kind of like flow through us. Meditation is thousands of years old, thousands of years old. So you can go out and you can find all kinds of different stuff about meditation. You can spend your life tracking down meditation. And, and I would not be I would not be sad or I would not feel diminished in any way, shape, or form if all of you made meditation your daily routine. I think it's very powerful. I meditate often because it helps me to stay centered. Morning meditation is great. Usually first thing in the morning, I'll try to spend a few minutes in quiet. But being centered with your thoughts and yourself is such a powerful thing. I certainly encourage meditation. And there's a lot of meditation apps out there. You can go on YouTube and you can you can search meditation, morning meditation, meditation for beginners, meditation for five minutes. There's so many different things out there. I've got some meditation sessions on my YouTube page if you want to check it out uh it, it's just there's so much there's so many benefits to meditation it slows us down it focuses on our breathing it's better for our immune system it's better for our thought processes decision making all of it so i am a high proponent of meditation planning out your day that's the next one planning out your day take a few minutes and plan out your day when you're going to get to work when you're going to get home what you're going to have for dinner when you're going to go to bed what you're going to wear the more you invest in these plans again and it sounds so routinized oh my god but but we don't realize how much energy and time we invest in planning things that that don't need that much time and energy they really don't you know I've, I've I like a lot of clothes. Okay, I've got a lot of clothes. Now, I don't wear as many as I used to, but I've got a lot of clothes. Uh, and the thing about having a lot of clothes is you can always look good, but it takes more energy in figuring out what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? You know, if I have limited options, then well, hey, guess what? I've I've spent I, I don't have to spend that much energy in it. If I've got four black shirts to wear, well, then I'm wearing a black shirt. It's one of four. There you go. So plan out your day. Make the decisions in advance. Make the decisions. You know, you can do this while you're having a cup of coffee. You can do it the night before while you're winding down, getting ready for bed. Plan out your week. Uh, you know, and, and the more you plan, the more decisions you make, the easier it is. Plan your meals plan your menus, plan when you're going to go to the gym, make a plan because once we have a plan, it's a whole lot easier to enact. So plan out your day. Take a few minutes to plan out your day. That's a great, 
uh, that's a great keystone habit because it really does help to set parameters and it gives you the ability to focus on the most important tasks, whatever those most important tasks are. You're not wasting your time or your emotional energy trying to figure out, you know, at five o'clock, what, are, what am I going to eat for dinner? Well, if you've planned out your menu and this week, dinner on Friday night at five o'clock, dinner on Friday night's pizza, well, then you're not wasting an hour trying to figure out or stopping at the grocery store or whatever. If you make your plan, then you have it in place, you're ready to go, you can enact it, and it frees up more energy, okay? It frees up, it doesn't leave the whole, what am I going to do, what am I going to do? You know what you're going to do. You have everything in place, and that's what is most important, is to have your, you know, your meal plan in place, plan your day, uh, and that's really helpful in in what um, in, in what can be a good keystone habit. The last thing that that uh, Duhigg talks about is to have strong willpower. Now, this isn't necessarily um, like a habit, like planning out your day or what have you, or meditating. But strong willpower is really important. When we have weak willpower, we just kind of give in. It's like, well, you know, I I made uh, you know I made plans to go home and cook chops and and rice and beans for dinner tonight, but I don't feel like it. I, I'm just gonna go buy you know McDonald's or when on the way home or whatever. Uh, but having strong willpower says, no, I'm going to live into this. I'm going to live into the decisions I make. I'm going to live into the plans that I make. I'm going to live into the choices that I am. Strong willpower, which means that you're going to do what you say you do. You're going to live into it. That can be a great keystone habit. That can be something you can depend on because strong willpower will impact everything around you. It will impact all your decisions and your actions. So having strong willpower can definitely help with individual and family or corporate success. Uh, it's self-discipline, it's self-regulation, it's self-compassion, it's self-forgiveness. It's all of these self-actions that really create for us you know, the ability to live into fully who we are. Uh, so that rounds out the list from from Duhigg on that. There's a couple other things. You know, like I said, getting up early, that's a great one. That's a great keystone habit. Uh, sleeping, learning a new skill can be a great keystone habit. So once a week, I'm going to learn a new skill. I'm going to learn something new, maybe photography or crochet or cooking something different. You know, Duhigg talks about having a family meal, and family meals are great. Well, so can be cooking. You know, actually cooking that family meal. You're making good food. You're getting, uh, you know, you're getting good. You're getting good nutrition. But you're also creating a new skill and uh, a new way. Practicing gratitude can be another one that uh, doesn't necessarily show up on the list. But gratitude, practicing gratitude, is a great keystone habit. You know, when you see something you're grateful for, celebrate it. Celebrate those people in your life that you're grateful for. Celebrate those actions in your life that you're grateful for. Those are all ways to be able to, you know, th those are habits that really can have they're small but they can have a huge impact on you know on your life so those are just some ideas look you're going to have your own keystone habits you're going to have your own things that are going to affect your life and they could be completely different than what you know than what we're talking about or what was in the list but the point is this having that one habit that one thing that you go to all the time but it affects everything else it holds so many other things in place and then really kind of focusing on that and lifting it up because that can be so powerful for the sake of yourself and for your family and for your work and for everything. 
When we understand the great power that small things can have, we understand how we can change our lives and we can better our lives by having just those small habits, those small things, but we give them big significance and we do them over and over and we find them to be the things that radiate into something bigger. All right, my friends, that's what I got for you for today. I hope this was a helpful couple of episodes. I hope this showed you um, some path that you can follow, some things that you can do. As always, if this was helpful, please share it out there. Follow us on the listening platforms if you want to reach out to me. The website is gracelifecoaching.com. And as always, here at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.